Welcome back to the podcast, the Nick Finzer Audio Experience. I am really excited to share this week's video because it really addresses a topic that is close to home as a college professor dealing with students that are getting ready to move on into life, into a career as a musician, especially uh, in this out of the ordinary time of 2020. And so right now we're going to go and revisit a video, one of my favorite videos that I've made that's on YouTube, maybe not one of the most watched, but definitely one of the most important for music students to listen to or to watch. And that's five things to do after jazz school. And uh, I'm not going to give away the five things. I'm going to let you listen to that video clip that's about to roll. So thanks as always for being here and listening to the podcast. We appreciate you uh, being here. If you want more information like this, there are many things posted on the YouTube channel. And if you're not subscribed to the podcast, uh, make sure you are. So appreciate you being here. Sorry for the little noise, but uh, we'll let the clip roll and uh, have a great week. Today I want to talk about five things you want to do next after you've just gotten your jazz degree. Well, it's that time of year again, and a lot of you, I'm sure, are graduating from college. It's the end of the school year. So if you haven't started yet, if you haven't thought about this before, you need to think about your goals, and you need to think about where you're headed. What is your next project going to be? What is the next goal that you have? School laid out things so clearly for you. There was deadlines. There was assignments, there was a teacher telling you what to do. Now it's your chance to go back through all that material maybe and review the things that you never got a chance to review. Or maybe now's the time to learn those tunes that you never learned, or now's the time to learn somebody's music that you've always wanted to learn, or to start the band that you've wanted to start, or to write the, your own music that you've wanted to write. But it's really important to create that structure for yourself, those goals to aim for, those projects to try and start and finish uh, now that you have your time back and you're on your own. Uh, you have to figure out what you need to do to survive. You need to figure out what you need to do in order to make a living and all of that stuff. So step number one, make a plan, write some down some goals, and figure out how you're going to achieve them. I never thought about this question until uh, a great drummer and educator, uh, Carl Allen. <laughs> schools um, program at the time when I was there said it in a class pretty early on and I had never thought about it but who do you want to play with you know I realized that I wanted to play with Art Blakey and the Jazz Messengers I wanted to play with Duke Ellington and I was like oh those people are gone so what are you gonna do who are you gonna play with there's a great story I've heard approximate it, but that, you know, Christian McBride, when he was just young and moving to New York, wanted to play with Freddie Harbert, and so he would just, he learned all the music and just showed up to Freddie's gigs, and when they finally got the chance to sit in, he knew a lot of the tunes, he could call and hang on the harder tunes. And just think about it, if somebody comes to your gig and they have a knowledge of your music, they have a knowledge of your tunes, it's gonna be way more impactful uh, that that person's interested in you and your music if uh, you they show up and they know your tunes already, it's an easy call in the future when somebody knows that you've already put in the time on their music. And they don't have to worry about if you're going to check it out or not, because they know you already did. So secondary to those first two goals is kind of figuring out where you need to be. What's the location? So number three, where do you need to be? Meaning, what location do you need to live in? Do you need to be in New York? Do you need to be in LA? It's important to be around musicians and be in access of the musicians 
uh, who you want to play with. Uh, a lot of them in New York, but not all of them are. Some musicians are in Nashville or Miami or L.A. Uh, or anywhere, really. It doesn't matter if it's not one of those major cities. Maybe you need to be moving to Europe or Japan to find the musicians that you want to play with. But it's important to think about where are those people? How do I network with them? Where are they going to be? You know, Roy Hargrove used to hang out at Smalls all the time. So if you wanted to be in New York and try to get into that bebop scene, that jazz scene. If you want to get into that scene and play with people like Roy Hargrove, that was a great place to be and hang out because that's where people were hanging out. So figure out where you need to be. Maybe you can't get there just yet. That can be your goal to get to the city where you need to be. But consider where the musicians are, where the acts and work are that you want to do. If you want to be a touring musician uh, with pop artists, maybe New York isn't the best place for you because there's a lot more of that work that's coming out of LA or maybe even Nashville than, than New York these days. Step number four is thinking about and putting into action what is the thing that you can do right now to start down the long musical journey towards you know 50 years from now where you've accumulated all of the music, musical experiences and life experiences that you wanted to. So that means to me like what can you do today? Does that mean you need to get back in the shed? Does that mean you need to learn tunes? Does it mean you need to start your own project? Does it mean you need to record an album? You know, for me at the end of school, that was what I did. The week after school, we between end of school and graduation, we went into the studio. I remember also because it happened to be my birthday. And we went into the studio and recorded that for my first album, Exposition. <laughs> This album, Exposition, recorded uh, in 2012, May. I had no idea what I was doing. I didn't know how I was gonna be able to afford it, how I was gonna promote it, but I knew that I needed to go through the steps to figure it out. And so I think that putting the time into figuring out what you need to figure out and making that project, realizing what it is you need to do, maybe what you realize is you need to be going out to jam sessions to meet musicians. Maybe you realize you need to network with educators because you need to get some work so you can pay your rent. You need to get some work teaching lessons or you, maybe you realize you need to get a day job so that you can support uh, the first part of your music career. There's so many musicians I know that move to a big city, work somewhere for a little while till they get their foot in the door, they start working and then they're able to leave that job that maybe wasn't their goal but was a, a tool. It was a step along the path. So you got to figure out what is it you need to do right now in order to facilitate and allow for the goals that you have come to fruition. Number five, I wish I had considered this sooner. I can see an argument for just letting this develop on its own and not thinking too much about it. But the question is that you need to answer, who are you as an artist? What do you stand for? What's unique about you? Why should somebody call you as opposed to the other 10,000 saxophonists in New York City? Or for my case, why call me as trombonist to either sub on a show or to, or to play in any type of wedding band, event band? Why should you call me for your jazz gig? Why should anyone care to book me internationally or nationally or take me on the road? Like, What is it that I bring to the table? What is it that you bring to the table that nobody else can bring? 
I never considered that for until after school was over, and I wish I had done that sooner. I'm still trying to figure that out, and I think all these things are ongoing processes, but these are the things I wish I had started doing right when I got out of college. So one, think about what your next projects are gonna be, what your next goals are, start to make a plan. Two, figure out who you wanna play with. Then, where are they? Where do you need to be located to start to do the kind of work that you wanna do? Four, what, can, what stuff can you be working on right now while you're getting all this set up so that when you get to the situation, you're prepared? You know, I'll bring up Carl Allen again. He used to say, he, which he, I'm sure he borrowed from someone else, that there's no such thing as luck. It's when preparation meets opportunity. And I've kept that in the back of my mind for a long time, since, since college, 2012, I finished my master's. And lastly, who are you? Start the path of self-discoveries. What kinds of music do you stand for? Do you like to play? Do you want to be associated with? And start to think about what you bring to the table that nobody else can bring. Thanks for being here in this week's episode. I hope this is especially useful for you guys that are finishing your schooling right now and I wish you the best of luck. Congratulations and we'll see you back here next week.